Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 161. I am Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road, grab a pint, Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Yes, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, make sure you hit that, sport, or hit that subscribe button and check out our sports pods, what I meant to say. Uh, but uh, this is our entertainment pod, so shall we just get on entertained? We yeah, shall. I think that's the right thing to do in a time like this. In a time like this. And yeah, I guess the first thing isn't so much entertainment. First, uh, Corona updates. It's not going anywhere. The uh, city appears to be here to stay. Oh, it's going somewhere. It's going anywhere. It's going everywhere. So the latest right now looking more than 113,000 people infected globally. 4,000 dead. So I think the flu is like four times that this year. Yeah. And that's just in the United States, I think. I don't know. I don't know the full um, numbers. It's just funny that everyone really, 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 really cares about this one. So. Also, uh, Italy is locked down. It's yeah. closed. 60 million residents are under restrictions. It's it's a lot. It's a, it is a pandemic. Um, I want to explain where we are with a, an analogy. You know, uh, disaster movies, you know, end of the world's type stuff, zombie stuff. There's yeah, always... people are hoping that, that that's what this is. <laughs> well, you know how there's always like a research facility somewhere that there might be the secret to the cure or something. too late. And they always have to get there. And then, yeah, if they do get there, they think they're going to find the cure. And that's really like instructions on like how to survive the pandemic because... Yeah, it's not solving it. It's yeah. outlasting it. Yeah. Skynet. So, yeah, like End of Terminator 3. Yes. Exactly like that. That's where we are. All these measures that they want to put in, they're not going to stop it. That I think they're saying like 30 to 70% of the world will get this thing. So you really, 30 to 70%? Yes. Hmm. Okay. So that's their estimates right now. So there's no stopping it. It's happening. It's We're already past the point where we could actually stop it. It's going to move through the population. The goal right now is to slow it and make it go through the population more slowly because if everyone gets it all at once, there's not enough healthcare resources to fight it and more people will die otherwise. So what you're saying is we just need to kill bats. No, we need to. What are bats for? They're animals. <laughs> I get that, exist. but what purpose do they serve? Like we could kill all the mosquitoes in the whole wide world. No one would care except for Jurassic Park enthusiasts. Yeah, no. I don't know what the uh What does a bat do? Echolocation is pretty cool. Obviously, we got Batman from it. Yeah, but so there you go. Okay, they're done. Bats are also cool, right? like as a Halloween decoration. So I mean, they're, yeah. they serve that. I, I don't know. So if you're didn't gonna... SARS come from bats also? I don't know. I think They've got of two stuff. of the big diseases so, in the last decade. Or two well, what decades. is it with them? Like, what do they eat, or what do they do that makes them so blood? Obviously, right? Yeah, oh, they're to suck your blood. There are vampire bats, yeah. right? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but. I heard a thing today, and I think I've heard it a few times now, that it was it originated with a bat, and some guy had sexual relations with the bat. It's I'm, I'm kidding, yeah. Andy. Um, but yeah, it is affecting a whole bunch of stuff. Not only is a whole country closed, but um, more importantly over here, they've delayed Coachella and Stagecoach and canceled the big tennis tournament that was supposed to be out there last weekend. Yeah, so there's this is what uh, we can do to help... Uh, extend out the the period here to make sure like 
not everyone gets it all at once is to uh, try to cancel some of these big public events, big public gatherings. Um, San Jose um, has banned any gathering of more than a thousand people, which affects the San Jose Sharks. Yep, they already said that game was going to be played. I believe their next game is versus Detroit or so. I think I heard and they're going to have no fans or maybe that already happened. I don't know. Um, But yeah, Coachella has been um, delayed until October. Yep. Um, And stagecoach. The first thing that we kind of saw, this was last week. If you remember, I talked a lot about James Bond last week. Yes. And how I watched. Oh my God. Yeah. So I was in the airport when I found that out the next day. Yeah. Uh, Pretty crazy. They uh, decided to delay the release of the new James Bond movie. To November, right? Yeah, not because they don't want people going to the theater and spreading the disease to themselves, but because if they release it now, no it's one in China get, will go out and see it. It's not going to get the numbers. So, Hell, maybe um, people here might not really go out and see it. That, I mean, it could be a problem three weeks from now when it was supposed to be released. So, yeah. I still want to go see uh, Invisible Man. Yeah, so I was at the movies this weekend. It didn't seem like people cared. They're still going. But maybe three weeks from now, people will care and won't, won't, won't want to go to the movies. There's There is... Uh, real concern, real economic concern with this stuff where um, it's not necessarily that, you know, we're all going to have to raid the the Ralphs for supplies and stuff, but just... Uh, well, the market crashed. Yeah, but just all the all the stuff where people can't go do things, the travel industry, um, people not being able to work, it, it there there's reasons to be scared. Not that it's going to be a disease that no one can fight and we're all going to... There's going to be mass death. That's not what's going to happen, but it's still going to have huge effects so the problem we're in is if we want to uh, take these measures to extend out this period so that it doesn't cause a collapse of the healthcare industry, it's going to affect the economy in other ways. So it's like a sacrifice, and you got to choose. And uh, it's yeah, either either way, there's going to be damage. So I'll say this: so I went to Portland over the weekend, and I had a connecting flight both uh, going and leaving. So I had four flights in total, yeah. all of which I didn't have to have uh, have like a person in the middle of us. We yeah. had our own row the whole time, That's which I think is rare. usually one or two out of four flights. You'll, you'll find that, but pretty awesome. But airports, yeah. I mean, Long Beach is never crowded. None of the airports were that bad. So uh, it's funny you say that. So my mom, she just went to uh, San Francisco this past weekend to visit my grandpa and uh, she said it was it was like out of a sci-fi movie when she was at the airport on a Saturday. She said there was like nobody there. There was nobody really at the bar. There was nobody like eating food and like people that were sitting down waiting for flights. If they didn't know the, the person next to them, they weren't even like next to them. They made sure to be like a couple seats away. She said it was just really eerie and their flight even got delayed. And I guess when they asked the lady why it got delayed, she gave no reason. Her reason was, there is no reason, or we don't have a reason. And then my mom was thinking to herself, like, well, there obviously is some reason, because that's why it was delayed. Like, something must have happened. But uh, nonetheless, so she had kind of a, not the best trip at the airport. You know, your flight getting delayed, like, five, six hours or so, whatever it was. And then, you know, sitting around there. And But, you know, it was, uh, thankfully, they're not too far from home. I believe they were just out of John Wayne. So I think they went and grabbed lunch back here in the, in like Tustin or something, but yeah, it's uh, it is pretty crazy. And, but it's making flights, obviously dirt cheap. I had some friends today throwing out prices of wanting to go to places. Cruises. <laughs> yeah. Cruises are, you, dirt I got too. an email $40 a day. You can do a cruise and that's a balcony. That's what they pay you to go. Cause that's, that's <laughs> 40 bucks. my going rate. Two ninety nine, I think it was, or one ninety nine, whatever the hell it is. For uh, you know, five or six days, 
in the Caribbean. Yeah. Upgraded to a balcony. No, I'm not doing it. It has nothing to do with the virus. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've had too many stories. Someone's going to drop a baby out of the window or something. Yeah, it just but happens it, too often. Why would that affect you? Oh, my baby. What if my baby had coronavirus <laughs> and some asshole was like, we got to get rid of it. Throw it overboard. You're, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, congratulations, by the way, on your, yeah, your I, unborn baby. I keep it hidden. Um, I got some other things that have been uh, canceled due to the coronavirus. South by Southwest, big arts festival in Austin. So a lot less barbecue being cooked this uh, coming week. That's sad to me. Mm, yeah. um, Vegas buffets are being shut down because that's a good way to s- spread the disease. That's really sad to me. I don't see why you would even go anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, they might as well close it. Yeah, just close the Vegas whole casino. It's just not worth it. Uh, the UC system has canceled most of their in-person classes for the remainder of the uh, the term here. So that's that's kind of crazy. I can't, I was thinking like, wait, that would be crazy as a college student where they're just like a few weeks into the term or whatever. Like, uh, we're not finishing it or we've got to finish it online. That just seems yeah. like not doesn't seem real to me because like most most working people are not getting sent home. Mm-hmm. That might that might come to be at some at some point, but that's not what it is now. So. Yeah, just a lot of things being affected. Yeah, I mean, think about all the money that's, you know, getting, I guess, delayed because they're not canceling it, but Coachella and Stagecoach. Yeah. What, 250,000 people a weekend or something? Yeah, I really wonder how that's going to work because a lot of the bands that perform there... Yeah, you're not going to be able to get them, though. Well, they plan tours around this. Like, they'll do a nationwide tour so and they're... that was Southern one California of my stop questions yesterday was with Rage Against the Machine. Like, that was yeah. obviously the big, the big, big name this year. You know, that their comeback tour... And they're, it's a world tour for them. And I looked it up, and I, the latest date I saw for them was August, which is in at Madison Square Garden. I don't know if maybe I just wasn't able to go beyond that or what, but I mean, I feel like, you know, four-month tour is probably about right. I, that, I don't know for them. They probably only do like 10 dates or something. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing, too. I know some of it is a world tour, though, for them. I know some of their shows are overseas, I but mean, I mean, those might not even happen now. Yeah, Pearl Jam canceled their European tour, I know. You can't imagine anybody's so, going over to it. It's Europe. like, yeah, you can't. That's not going to happen. So, How'd you like to be the person that started this whole thing? The bat? Yeah. You know, like when they can trace back, like, oh, this one flicked a cigarette out the window, and that's why all of Yucca Valley burned down. Yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. I don't know. I mean, China is going to lock that shit down. Yeah. They already claim they defeated coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> they, are, they are, you know, reigning supreme over there. Um, but yeah, this thing just keeps not going away and, um, you see more and more Costco's with limited, you know, two, uh, packs of water per customer yeah. and lines out the door. That, that's going like, to stop because no one's going to do that for four straight weeks. <laughs> like, like, I wait, hope to wait, God wait. not. Cause I'm going to go to Costco this weekend cause I need to get my, you know, essentials. I need to get my uh, bubble waters and things like that. I'm not going to yeah. buy a bucket of water, not a bozo. The water's not infected. This isn't Batman Begins. <laughs> What are we doing? People love to panic. I quote, remember in the big short where they say, uh, every person deep down is waiting for the world to end. Overheard at a bar. It was like the quote unknown. Yeah. That's what everyone wants. They, they're like, oh my God, this is it. This is how we die. It's, it's the dog we have who's always afraid yeah. of dying. Every person out there is just, well, all right. World War Z is here. Yeah, because I think deep down is, we're, uh, we're ready. We're, we want to see, we want to test ourselves. And it's also, no, I'm don't. sure it helps with all the stuff that's come out. I mean, people see the when uh walking dead was a big thing and yeah other stuff like that but it's i mean it is crazy to think because it's you know here we are like you think about the short couple months like you know we heard about this in february 
And, uh, I mean, I heard it really first came in like December and it was just kept like kind of quiet. And then now once it like got out more, it was like February is really when the news started really talking about it. And if you think about it, like, um, like how quickly it just keeps escalating. Like for, it went from a few people in China have it, you know, some have died, you know, mostly like older people or people with like immune problems or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, it got onto this boat. And then now all of a sudden, oh, it's in Italy and it's coming through here. And now all of a sudden it's here and there. And then all of a sudden nobody's allowed at a soccer game. Now nobody's allowed at uh, pretty soon, possibly basketball games, a uh, hockey game already. Maybe the start of the baseball season. The Olympics. The Olympics might it's, even get fully canceled. The big one this summer also for soccer fans, I believe, is... Or actually, I don't know if the Euros are this summer because the Olympics are. I don't know how that works. So I'm not going to say anything. But... Uh, you know, let's go Coachella stagecoach, which I think we knew was going to happen. I mean, if if you're really afraid of like, you know, let's say 30,000 people, 12,000 people in an arena together, yeah. how do you yeah, feel well, about over a hundred thousand people, three straight weekends, dancing, kissing, licking? <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> the above, you know, sharing drinks, sharing whatever that a country song. <laughs> probably. <laughs> They're probably going to play it out there. Um, Another thing I noticed at the airport that I forgot to mention. So I always go and you know take a leak before the, the flight. Well, Good. <laughs> there wasn't a line for urinals. There was a line to wash your goddamn hands because no one does no. it for 30 seconds. Yeah. But now every every person's there. Scrub, 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 scrub. Give me more soap. Give me more soap. Scrub, 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 scrub. Guy, get out of the way. I just need, Give me just a lick of water right here. I got to go. <laughs> Can you spare a square? Yeah, they can't spare a drop of water. Ah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's interesting. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, who knows what's going to happen next week when we uh, reconvene? Uh, well, you know time. my uh, my thoughts. We covered it earlier, and I said I yeah. would take it down. Andy, uh, so, so we're, we should call these uh, these segments Andy's Corona Corner. Yeah, and because uh, you're kind of in the corner. I think Tony Romo does those commercials. So <laughs> he does. He's doing <laughs> with everything coronavirus. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just we'll have updates, you know, periodically when. They're worthwhile to talk about. And Andy will update us on why we're not all dying. Yeah. Next week. The death count is four million. <laughs> four million. Godzilla came out of the ocean. Oh. <laughs> it's like shit. He is COVID eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, well let's move on. We actually uh have a news story that pertains to uh our very own off road Andy and I believe even Tony Katz is in on this. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Andy's night out in Newport. Oh, yeah, we got some personal news Yeah, here. so this is a, every now and then we like to give you guys personal news stories. I feel like especially the people that know us and then obviously the people that don't know us but feel like they know us th- through our voices. You know, I feel like it's always good to throw out some personal stories. So uh, Friday night I did the old, uh, the old I'm not going out, like I swore on it. I gave it even Classic. 100% guarantee. And my buddies are like, hey, no, just come to like, you know, the local bar down the street. I'm like, all right, I'll come out. It's Friday night. I'll have a couple drinks and then that's it. I was like, I had a very late night the night before. I, I'm not going down anywhere because I knew they wanted to go to Newport Beach, which from where we're at is about 20 minutes. And uh, unfortunately, I had a couple drinks in me. Still at the bar, swore no to it. Andy was there. And uh, as they were leaving, it was like I was a puppy dog watching his owners go. And I was like, I'm fucking going. And well, actually, first to confirm it, I looked at Andy because I was going to go off of what Andy said. I had invited Andy over. We we're going to watch the Laker game. I look at Andy and I'm like, Andy, do you want to go to Newport? Andy looks at me. He's like, haven't been in a while. <laughs> so I was like, all right, that was, that was it. So, uh, we got to, you got to experience it every so often. Yeah, exactly. Like it's definitely something I don't like going all the time, but I mean, lately I have been going too much, but, uh, 
It's fun every now and then. So uh, we get down there, just go to the bar or whatever, hang out. And then, of course, after the bar, you want to hit the Taco Bell Cantina, which is a party itself. And oh, yeah. Andy was in there, and I saw him through the glass. And again, it was like a dog seeing his owner inside. And I'm looking at him, and I texted him, which anybody that knows Andy personally knows that. Texts don't always get through to this guy. No. And I just said, cheese quesadilla and cheesy gordita crunch. And it was delivered like Christmas morning. How fancy that. Yeah. So that's uh, shortly after that, though, is when uh, the action began. So we Well, were with- I have to say, first of all, I was a little on edge already. I don't know if you remember. I, there was this guy who walked into the bar we were at. And I'm oh. like, I don't trust this you guy. You want to know what's funny about that, Andy? Yeah. I saw that guy at two different bars on Saturday. Yeah. With the same, the same group of people he was with. There was rumors one of them from some girl... Was one of those guys he was with was the backup quarterback for the Jets? Yeah, you said that, but then I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater was. Yeah, I don't think it was, but uh, regardless, nonetheless. uh, So we're sitting outside. It's me, Andy, our buddy, Travis, and Nick. And we're sitting out there, and all of a sudden, this group of three guys walk by, and there was another group of four guys sitting in a lane in a circle, and one of the guys decides to chirp a little at the guy because he was kind of wobbling and just, you know, it's drunk banter. You're in Newport, you're drunk, everyone's drunk. People t- like like to talk shit, messing around. It's like, get over it. So this guy like, said something like, oh man, you're stumbling, blah, 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 ha, ha, whatever. It's like, yeah, whatever, dude. We've all been there. Who cares? And I kept walking, but about, I would say, what, a minute later maybe? One of the guy's friends, and these guys are not big guys, and the other guys they were going against, a couple of them were fair size. They, they were athletes, it looked like. So he... uh Came back and he looked at me. He's like, yo, man, you got a problem with my friend? Like, what's what, why do you got to put him down like that? So then immediately, like, the other guy was like, does this, this guy want the smoke? Like, whatever. So they start bickering at each other. And there's some grabbing. There's some, let's go in the alley. One guy got to the point where his shirt comes off. Yeah. Like, this guy, it was awesome. like out of a, a movie. This guy was ready to go. This guy was ready to fight anything. I, I was almost thought he was going to fight himself or his friends at this point. Like, he was ready. So then finally, a little bit, and Andy's... Doing his own chirping over there. He's oh, Andy. yelling things, yelling things. And I'm like, I look at Andy. I'm like, Andy, like, don't get us involved because we're neutral. Like, it got to the point where our buddy Travis is trying to stop them because he knew the group of kids that came back would have gotten their asses beat. Like, it was no guarantee. Well, what was going on is that the other, the first group that first said something, they had been doing this for a while, trying to get someone to react. So that I didn't see. But. Yeah, they were, they were, other groups were coming by and they're saying stuff, trying to get something. They were agitators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once that happened, yeah, that, that group was like, let's just go down this dark alley. And it's like, okay, come on, you guys, they're bigger and they're outnumbered. Yeah, it it's was like, definitely no one, it was no four on three. That. And everybody, and like the one guy was saying, let's go one on one, one on one. The guy's like, one on one. There's no such thing as one and one in that thing because no one's going to watch their friend get his ass kicked. Well, especially when, he, when he's like, yeah, we'll just go to the dark alley so no one can see us. Yeah, at that like, point, too, on. it's like our weapons coming out. I mean, yeah. it's like, that's not a good idea. But anyway, our friend uh, Travis was trying to stop it. He was getting in the middle of them, like saying, like, because he knew those guys were definitely outnumbered and out muscled. And also there was cops like a little ways down, like probably what, a few hundred feet? Yeah. Yeah, 300 feet, we'll just say, like not far away. And uh, he's trying to stop it. He's getting in the middle of it. And then Andy, meanwhile, still just chirping away, saying some comments like anybody that knows Andy knows he's got always these beautiful... I bet he was holding his sweatshirt. Oh, he was holding his sweatshirt. Yeah, that's his blankie. And uh, (laughs) I I was even looking at Andy and I was like, Andy, like, just come on, nothing, nothing. And then finally, he got the kid's attention when, what did you say to him, Andy? So, yeah, the kid who took his shirt off was, like, not <laughs> He stopping. was the one that wanted to fight the most. He was, yeah, that was the whole thing. And, and his friends were kind of trying to get him to, like, do something. And we were trying to tell him, like, don't do this. You're going to get arrested. Like, you don't get away with this. So, yeah, I, I said, uh, what do you think? You're Joe Biden's son. You have no consequences. You know? And he just got so pissed. 
He looked at <laughs> he Andy and right it was just kind of like, you want to fight something like this? Anyone that knows Andy's not a fighter. He might. He's a lover, not a fighter. He'll out drink you, maybe. And our buddy Nick, who hardly knows Andy, got up and got in the middle of it and stopped. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then the guy wanted to maybe go at Nick. And our buddy Nick, he wrestled in high school. He, he would have taken this guy down if he needed to. And he looked at him. He's like, hey, man, there's one of two things that's going to happen here. Someone's going to end up with a broken jaw and the other person's going to get arrested. There's cops right there. All of a sudden, he became like a pastor in the hood. Yeah, was- he just started talking to everyone. What are we doing, guys? We're all on the same team. Gather around. Take a knee. Everybody, like whatever. And it led to the point where the guy that wanted to fight the most ends up saying, okay, okay, ends up giving him... Like a like high five fist bump, and he calmed everyone down. And how he did it, I don't know, but it was like it was definitely like something out of like a movie where like some angel guy comes up and is just. And I guess the other side part of that story was for a brief like couple minutes, Travis had disappeared, and I had found out that he had actually gone all the way down to the cops and said, "Hey, there's like stuff starting over there. You might want to check it out." And I guess the cop was just like, "Okay," so he thinks the cops actually had their eye on it and were waiting for something to go down. And then we're going to come in there and probably write some tickets, make some arrests or whatever. But Travis, I think, just wanted to get their attention because he didn't want to be you know, guilty by association because we were all right there. And last thing we needed was them to start a fight and then someone else gets hit for no reason or pushed and then they get into it. And the next thing you know. Oh, if there was a- any actual fight, I would totally just be the guy backing up and just get I mean, you would be gone too. We'd oh, both 100%. Be. I mean, I I, I was, that's why I was telling Andy to not like chirp so much because I, I was like, I am very okay being in attendance here. Joe Biden. I was, I was trying to... <laughs> defend those guys that are walking through because those other guys were being dickheads and trying to start something by saying something to everyone walking by hmm. and and i mean here's i wasn't afraid because none of those people actually wanted even yeah. the, the guy who was really into it was really drunk and wouldn't actually and win a fight with anyone and here's the other thing the two other guys that like started it andy knows who i'm talking about i'm not gonna dis- discriminate anything yeah but it almost looked like that they were egging on their buddy. Like it almost didn't seem like they were that close of friends with those guys. No, because uh, their tactic was when it was almost ready to be done and over with. The one guy went in there. This guy called me the N word. That's what he said to yeah the guy to try to so get you, him. So to you fight. get you get an so idea like, of what what kind of the guys were. So there yeah. was a couple black guys and a couple white guys, but it seemed like I mean they were all friends, but it seemed like at times like the black guys were kind of like well, hey like go out like. Yeah, go fight him, fight him, man. Like, you know, like he was egging on his one friend. It just seemed like the way they were acting, like they just didn't give a shit. But no, Andy's right. They were definitely agitators. And I mean, like I said, the three kids that ended up, they got picked on were definitely not fighters. They were smaller guys. They, uh, but you know, you have to give some respect because they, they could have just kept walking, which they should have. I mean, it's junk banter and, you know, at the bars or whatever, who gives a shit. But he came back and he wanted to defend his friend. And then, the one other then the couple other guys, you know, went to defend their friends who were getting called out. So it was just a couple buddies defending their friends. So, I mean, I guess you can look at that way later on. I mean, I'm sure his buddy later on, at least I would hope would have been like, Hey man, thanks for like having my back back there. You know, knowing those guys were much bigger and that, uh, it could have been some damage, but he went up there and he wasn't afraid, you know, they got in their face and there was some pushing, but I really am surprised that a punch wasn't just thrown. I don't know how, like, like that just seems how it is. It's still like middle school, high school type stuff where it's like, you know, it's all that pushing and then nothing ends I up think happening. But even the guy who seemed like he wanted to fight didn't want to fight. He wanted to be tough. And that's why I think, and like, I, it felt I to me. I saw that and I was like. Mm. And that's why it felt to me like he was trying to impress those yeah. other guys because they were the ones kind of like, yeah, go, go. It was almost like he wanted to, like, be a cool guy to those guys. So I don't know if maybe there was, like, 
what their connection was, if they were even that close of friends or if they had met that night or if it was a fraternity, like yeah. maybe they're this couple years older or something like that. But yeah, because that's not a good uh, thing to do to a friend if they're kind of been drinking and they're ready to fight. You don't try to get them to fight. You try to get them out of there. And mm-hmm. Yeah, those guys didn't seem to care too much. Yeah, they were like promoters. They were, they were trying to get the thing going. <laughs> Don King was there. <laughs> it was. Uh, it's a reminder. It's like, oh, this is what it's like. You, you forget sometimes. And also, <laughs> um, it's like I'm 30 now, and it's like those those guys were 22, probably at best. Oh yeah. It's like shit. It's like a different. It's it's so different. And it's not like I'm the only one who's 30 there. There's plenty of people who are aged. I would say, but. Aged. Yeah, I mean, uh, and they definitely didn't think I was thirty. Yeah, <laughs> you still get carded, Andy. Yeah. So I was actually talking about that the other day with my buddies. I was like, you know, because we're going to like, you know, we go out to these bars and stuff, and it's like, bro, like last few like girls we've talked to and whatnot have been like early twenties. I mean, it's like some even younger, and it's just kind yeah. of like we're getting a little, we're getting to the point where it is getting a little too old to be going out every every weekend. You know, like that's what I've been kind of talking about lately. I've been wanting to definitely go out less and whatnot. So sorry for anybody that wants autographs, but you know, it is true. Like you start looking around, it's kind of like, you don't want to ever believe it, but then you, it's, you know, you start to realize like, oh shit, we're the, we're the older guys here. Yeah. It's like American pie too. Yeah. It's true though. You just don't want to ever admit it or know it's happening, but it, it is happening. There's a place for everyone though. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, I know that. Yeah. Trust me. I find, <laughs> I go to many places where they're older. <laughs> It, there doesn't seem to be like a perfect place for the 30 year olds. There's plenty of places for uh, older people and there's plenty of places for the kids, but for our age group, uh, not as much, but yeah, well, that sounds like it was quite eventful. Will yeah. you guys be finding yourselves back there soon? I mean, I hope not personally. Like I have really said, I've wanted to uh, cut back on going out, especially Newport. Cause let me just say something really quick about Newport. It's like, Whatever ends up happening when you go down to the beach, especially from where we live, like I said, it's about 20 minutes away. It ends up being a late night and that Uber ride, Lyft ride, whatever you take in a matter of a couple minutes, will go from 30 to $40 to 60 to $90. Wow. And a couple weekends ago, my buddy and I ended up being the last two remaining and we had an Uber home from the Taco Bell Cantina and it was $90. So Jeez. here it is, $45 each. For what? To get home 15, like not even 15 miles? It's like, it just, it's not a, it's not like worth it all the time to do those late nights. Those late nights, it's inevitable that it, they end up being expensive. Yeah. I think if, uh, you know, I like to go out, I'd, I'd prefer to go out early. Like no, no one's there before 1030 at most of these bars. And it's like, that sounds perfect to me. Cause I just like, I like the drinking part more than the, the atmosphere they're crowded yes. oh, yeah of course, of course. get beers. there where you can have a conversation with someone which is like a slight window when that's <laughs> yeah, from like and actually if you remember nine. when we if you remember when we did first get there it was pretty open and then oh, yeah. it, it's just crazy it's like a bell gets rung and then you get there at like 10 30 or like we got there probably like what nine ten yeah let's probably. say 10 because right around the time laker game ended so let's say we were in there between 10 10 15 it was pretty it was pretty open and then it's almost like right at 10.30, 10.45, it's like a whistle's blown, and every, all of a sudden, the whole place is full, and you're just like, what just happened in that 20-minute span? Hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've been going out there a lot recently. I've been on this uh, crazy routine lately with where I'm at on like Thursdays and Fridays, and it's got to slow down. My body is definitely yelling at me, so i got to start to listen. But uh, those, I think those moments are the best, are the 
the after the bar moments. I've had plenty of them. No, I'm, especially oh, Andy, this, that's for the after narc pod. Yeah, those <laughs> the uh, seeing the people in the drunk people getting their find their way home in different ways. Hopefully not drunk driving, but I'm just saying, you know. Well, there was just that huge accident right there. Oh, really? Like two weekends ago. But there's always an adventure because there's always people just straggling, trying to figure something out, figure plans out. And it's often hilarious. It's a great time to to look at what's going on. Yeah, I'm sure there's good people watching. Yeah, definitely. Newport's always full of, you know, the same kind of person. Because, yeah, there's a mix. There's like bums and there's super rich kids and... There's, it's everyone from all walks of life come out. Yeah. I never liked it because there's... That was the other thing that pissed me off. Remember that? There was those people hassling. They were trying to get like Instagram oh, videos on guy. some homeless lady or something. Yeah, I remember I that. Like, Leave her alone. Or was it they a guy? Were, I don't remember. I think it was a guy, but they wanted to like, they wanted to like film him in like a documentary <laughs> yeah. or something. What? Probably like a fucking school project. Well, glad you guys are safe. Yeah. Andy, agitated. Oh, nothing yourself. was going to happen. Yeah, no, we Joe were, Biden's son. That's we a good were line. Be fine. All right. Uh, should we move on? Yeah. All right. Before we get into box office numbers, let's uh, just pay tribute real quick to uh, the late, great Max von Siedel. How do you say it? That's good enough for me. Yeah. He's an old time Swedish actor. Um, was in like Ingmar Bergman films from way back when. Um, recently, he's, he was in uh, Game of Thrones, The Three-Eyed Raven. That's uh, what I think a lot of people would uh, know him as. It was a small role, but important. Very uh, creepy character. Yeah. He was also in uh, the first of the new Star Wars, but uh, I'd say probably best known for The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. That was a, a big-time role. The but, priest, right? Yeah. And he's just... If you go look at his like IMDb, it's like... 5,000 movies long. Just a guy who's been in. So it says he's appeared in more than 150 films. Yeah. Several television series in multiple languages. Yeah. Six foot four. It was a really uh, impressive career. And uh, he was 90. Lived a a long life. Oh, that is a long life. It's always nice when we get to do these. uh, Here's who died and they're in their 90s. That's back to back weeks. I think we did something like that. Yeah. Wasn't the guy last week like 92 or something? He was only a month shy at 91. Yeah. This guy? Mm-hmm. Well, that is a good life. 90 years yeah. old. Not bad at all. Well, he will be missed, I suppose. All right. Should we look at some box office numbers? I got other stories. Are you just trying to skip me? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why I'm in yeah. a hurry. Okay. Uh, well, you are in love with Tom Brady. I'm absolutely not, but um, <laughs> we talked about him a lot last week on our sports episode and about his future and what is he going to do, what's, what's he want to do outside of football. Uh, maybe he wanted to get into other stuff, and uh, he did. He uh, started a new uh, production company with uh, the Russo brothers are being involved, the guys who did the Avengers movies. Um, it's called 199 Productions. Do you understand the reference? Yes, yeah, 199 Traffic. <laughs> so I did see that somewhere. Yeah, that's uh, and, he, and the first project is going to be some football documentary. So um, I'd like to say I'm just really an expert at this stuff. Yeah, you are. Now, yeah. is he going to launch a streaming co- uh, service? Yeah, just Tom Brady streaming, yeah. live streaming of his Follows him around yeah. a camera crew. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. I mean, time to branch out. He probably had a talk with Jay-Z or something. He's like, you need to be more involved. Yeah, there's there's more to life than football. Mm-hmm. You got to do more. You have to film a movie about football. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. Okay. Well... 
How about uh, The Last of Us? Yeah, a new, uh, new show for HBO that's going to come out at some point. Uh, just got announced. The Last of Us is a video game that I very much enjoyed. Um, about it's a, it's a zombie story, but just uh, one of the better games released over the past decade or so. Um, and there's always been like rumors and thoughts that there should be some sort of movie about this, but uh, instead they're going to do an HBO, I guess, miniseries uh, made by Craig Mazin, who is uh, the guy behind Chernobyl. So that was obviously great quality. Wonderful and, show. Uh, I, you, could, you know HBO wanted to work with him again, see what else he had an idea for. And um, he's going to be working with the uh, the writer of the video game as well, which has a sequel due out in a few months. So I don't know if the plans are for this miniseries to have you know a part two just like the game. But um, I'm excited because it's one of the better stories in a video game. And that guy's done good work. So I want to see how this all turns out. And it's uh, nice that uh, other people will get to enjoy this story now. People yeah, I've never, never heard of this game. Yeah. Well, very good. All right. Well, now I believe it's time for box office. Yeah, we're ready numbers. now. Okay, so we had a we had a weekend here. Onward, eighty-seven percent, and uh, that one did forty million bucks. Not that great for a Pixar, I would say. Yeah, yeah it dominated I mean, the weekend, but yeah, that's not. Where I mean, what do you want to see from that? Like 60, 80? You'd think at least. Because yeah. what was like Incredibles was like 120, well, 140 or something. That already has a built-in audience. Yeah. Um, next, you have 91% for The Invisible Man. Did uh, 15.3 million. And uh, the next one, I believe, we played the game on, The Way Back. This is the drunk Ben Affleck. He didn't even know they were filming movie. Uh, did $8.6 million. And uh, Tony Katz, you gave it a 65%. Off-Road Andy, you gave it a 58 I gave it a 59 We didn't see a lot of stuff in this movie. And uh, The Way Back is actually fresh. 85%. Whoa. I, I messed up here. I said that I liked that director's other sports movie. Maybe I should have. What was his other sports movie? Warrior. Yeah, that's oh, uh, yeah, that's MMA. right. Yeah, so... Um, that's good, then. That means it's... I mean, I like that it's good, because I always love that premise of, like, a, you know, a sporting movie, obviously, that's got, like, a drunken head coach that obviously is something good you'd think comes out of it, or it's just really real. But that's also how Warrior was. Warrior was based on a true story, wasn't it? Or no? I'm not sure. But it was the fact yeah, that maybe. two brothers went against each other in the ring, so, I mean, it was definitely, like... Yeah. A good movie. And I there has to be the line where he's telling the kids, like, <clears throat> you thought I was coaching you, but this, the whole time... You were coaching me. Yeah, maybe it's it really Disney. Yeah, it's a Christian movie <laughs> yeah. now. Um, when was what was the last basketball movie? Um, the Kyrie Irving movie. Oh, Doctor Drew. <laughs> Doctor Drew. <laughs> Old Man Drew. What's it called? Uncle, Uncle Drew. Drew. <laughs> Doctor Drew versus Kyrie. One on one. One million dollars. That was four years ago. I don't know when that was, but. I never saw that one. I wanted to see it though. I didn't need to see it. It, it was a, yeah. it was like when it, SNL makes a digital short and they adapt it into a movie. Yeah, this was, was a, a commercial. Com- and they turned it into a movie. What the you fuck? Got to start somewhere. Um. Well, I guess Tony wins that one. Con- congrats. Thank you. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, eight point one. Call of the Wild, another seven million for it. Emma did five. Bad Boys for Life, three point one. Birds of Prey, two point three. Impractical Jokers. 
Come just, on. It's all profit now. Look, they're just pulling it in. Those are the people that get coronavirus right there, right? Who's going oh, to see have, this they have immunity to stupid ass movie? Those people are drinking Mountain Dew, Andy, I'll tell you what. Yeah. And then uh my hero Academia. Yeah, it's anime. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. One point six. All right, those are your uh, box office numbers, and uh, we'll look at box office movies opening this week. But before we do, that portion of the podcast was brought to you by our good friends at Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works through their dog's current collar or harness. For a limited time, the Tony's Take listeners, that's you, can get 25% off and free shipping when you plug in promo code... Tony. That is T O N Y. Head to simpledoggy.com. That's two G's and plug in promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. It's the dog leash you've been waiting for. They just got new colors, in fact, guys. So go check them out. All right. Movies opening up this week Bloodshot. No score yet. Which one is this again? This is uh, Vin Diesel where he like That's dies right. and they make him a Robocop. Yeah. This, oh, wow. God damn it. <laughs> He's such a bad actor. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm into this shit. Anything he does that's not Fast and the Furious, I'm usually into. Like, if this is just a sequel to Pitch Black uh, again. The Pacifier? Yeah, I'm into that. That was a big one for you. Triple X 1. Well, the second one looked like a heaping pile yeah. of shit. Well, they made a new Triple X I never watched, but it had like a... Native... Wasn't him, right? No, they made a third one, which was him. It was called The Return. Oh, the second one wasn't him. Yeah. And okay. then there's Triple X 3, The Return of Xander Cage. I remember that title Ooh. very well. I liked the first one because I think it came out when I was like 11 years old or something. Yeah, it was the most badass thing possible. Yeah, it's like, it was he 2002 and he snowboards. out of a car, off a cliff, and skydived all while making out with a girl. Yeah, and there's <laughs> so probably Nelly stupid. in the soundtrack. Oh, awesome. for sure. Uh, okay, well, no, no score. Um, do you guys want to play the game on this? Let's do it. I mean, there's it's Vin Diesel. So, do you guys want? Do you know anything about the director, Andy? What's his name? And then I'll tell you. <laughs> well, I figured you knew it already. So the Steven Spielberg, ever heard of him? David S. Hasselhoff. F. Wilson. Wow, there's probably already a David S. Wilson. And yeah, David how many F. middle Wilson. names does this guy need? Yeah, no, don't know it. Yeah. Oh, it's got Guy Pierce. I love Guy Pierce, and that's a spoiler for later. Why? I watched a Guy Pierce movie. Oh, you watched Memento? Yeah, just a hundred times in a row to finally understand it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, okay. Give you guys a second. You have your scores? Yeah. I'm ready. All right. Off-road Andy, what say you? 55. 55. Tony Katz. 42. 42. I give it a 45. Why are we getting so clumped up? It's not fair. I don't know. Although I have I have a lot of room. You're always middling us. I, yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, it's too bad for you. It is. Okay, well, we'll we'll see how that one lands. Uh, next, you have The Hunt. No score also. Um, we know about this movie. It's been delayed, and now it's finally allowed to be out because it's no longer... Was it offensive? Um, you know, gun violence doesn't matter when there's an outbreak. It doesn't. It's not as offensive anymore. No, it's because it was pulled because there was that shooting in like the Walmart in Texas... And now it doesn't matter. We don't give a shit. Okay. So. Hmm. Well, yeah, no score for that one as well. And uh, I still believe there's a movie coming out this Friday as well. Yeah, it's a Christian movie, 100%. 
Well, it's not a hundred percent. I think it the full but title there is, is no score yet. So I think the full title is "I Still Believe You Should Not Have an Abortion Because It's Wrong." I think that's the in parentheses. Oh, it's in parentheses. Yeah, now, the guy's holding an acoustic guitar. Of course, see black and white photo. He's looking into a girl's eyes. Yeah, this looks like a. Uh, it's like um, it's PG by the way. So, wow, I that, thought it would just be G. Yeah, <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of nonsense is in this movie? I can't take my kid to see it. <laughs> On the cruise. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to watch it on a cruise. Uh, next, Big Time Adolescence, 89%. I don't know that. That sounds interesting. It does it. And uh, last on here at 100%, Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. I hate that. Documentary? It's got to be, and it's probably in like Syria or something. Um, not rated. Oh, it's in New York City. Yeah, I don't even. I don't like the title. Okay, well, those are your movies coming out this weekend. Looks like Andy's going to go see Bloodshot, and then I still believe. And then he still yeah. believes yeah. on a double feature for him. All right. Well, uh, anything else to add before we get into what we've been watching? No, I think we're we're ready. All right, Andy. How long is your scroll of movies and TV? So I got four things, four. but we're going to talk about The Outsider, so okay. we're going to save that for last, Okay. so we can get a little bit of spoiler talk. Um, I also finished McMillions, which was ended yesterday. Oh, I'm weeks behind. Yeah, I, I was, and I watched all three of what I needed to watch wow. last night. I was like, I'm just going to finish this out. Binge. They do a good job of uh, setting it up so you want to watch it, because they're like, we're going to reveal who the informant it is. It's been entertaining. So um, I, I liked it better at first i liked the focus on the um italian guy and his family and they shift away from that and a lot of loopy people in that yeah it's a whole like cast of characters and it's like at the end that's kind of the point is really like one guy did this and all these people got caught up in it and it's like how did how did this all these people get related to this one you know uncle jerry yeah it's like a the cast of rat race or something yeah they're all just loopy in a weird different like unique way i guess yeah and there's something really sad about at the end there with like these people like ah, oh, they're not great people <laughs> but they seem happy now and it's a strange thing but okay yeah i'll finish that i, I do wish it was shorter it did not need to be six yeah, I, feel, I thought they solved it in the first episode <laughs> yeah they kind of yeah they kind of did they could have definitely cut this to four episodes is it six? It's six. Okay. All right. What else have you been watching? Uh, I went to the theater and saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. So <laughs> this was a big deal in my life. Yes. Um, I, I really got I got like choked up at the beginning. I bet. They had the Sega logo on there and I was like, oh man. And they had Sonic running through doing the loops and shit. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is, I mean, that's, it's one of, I don't want to say it's my first memory, but it's definitely like, I don't remember life before Sonic the Hedgehog. Like I, that always existed. Like, I like sure. Sonic, but I feel like I never did anything with like watching it or had a Sonic toy. But I always yeah. liked it when it came around. Yeah, he's cool. He's a cool guy. And in this <laughs> movie, he's voiced by Ben Schwartz. It was uh, John Ralphio. Yes. So uh, just good performance. Good. It's funny. Mm. There's also some good comic relief by one of the cops in there. James Marsden plays. A cop in this, and you know, weird shit happens, and they got to fight the uh, the government scientist who wants to capture Sonic, played by Jim Carrey, and it's really the highlight of the movie. 
Yeah, it's just him being him being weird and silly and scary at times. And it's like he's so good. I'm I'm sad that these last twenty years he's really hasn't done a lot of that stuff. Yeah, because he got into like some serious stuff. Yeah, and it's not like I mean, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is a a great movie. And I don't know about, but it was almost like he got into like the romantic, dumb comedies. Yeah, well, then he also stuff like Liar Liar, Yes Man. But it's like he was the best when he was the mask and uh, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, there was a lot of Ace Ventura, I'd say, in this performance. But it was weird because he's like a bad guy. But the same kind of like when he's questioning people and being, I guess, socially not awkward, but like not normal. (laughs) Like how Ace Ventura was very forceful with people, even though he was the protagonist. He was definitely not a great person. Um, So that was that was definitely a highlight. And uh, I think it's set up for more movies in the future. And that's a good thing, because I want to see more of Jim Carrey doing this kind of stuff. Very good. All right. And then uh, before The Outsider, the last thing, uh, I said Guy Pierce earlier. There's a movie called The Rover. It's on Netflix. It's like six years old. I remember wanting to see it when I first heard about it and never got around to it. So I finally did, and wasn't as great as I had hoped. Um, but it's good It's good training for the future, because it's about like a post-apocalyptic Australia you know what? I think I saw that. I was looking at a list of like the top 250 movies on Netflix yeah. rated according to Rotten Tomatoes. I think yeah. that was on there. Yeah, I don't know what I got on Rotten Tomatoes, but um, it wasn't as good as I'd hoped, but it wasn't like a waste of time. But yeah, it's him and Robert Pattinson in like, you know, Australia and there's no resources and it just it, kind of, it's kind of like it's kind of like a western in the sense that it's like there's nothing around anymore. So. so 66 and 51. So no, not this movie. Yeah. So it's definitely got a split between audience didn't like it as much as the critics. And that means it's probably kind of smart, right? It's it's slow. It's brutal. A lot of these you know post apocalyptic things they're not happy at all. No, it's, like, it's post apocalyptic. Yeah, they're not. Why would they be singing songs? But they're never like <laughs> we just need to get this microchip and we'll set the power grid back and everything will go back to normal. It's always just like. No, I need to get to this other spot so that I don't die. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, simple enough. Okay. Tony Katz? Uh, so, I mean, I only, like, last couple days I watched a uh, couple movies, but I only got uh, halfway through them. So, like, Space Jam, obviously, I've seen before. Classic. Saw it was on Netflix. was over at a buddy's house. And it's like, man, if you want to be thrown back into the 90s, you want some nostalgia, man? Watch that movie. It was. Yeah, it's got Newman. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, Bill I remember Murray. last week that movie I watched. It said blind spotting. Newman <clears throat> showed up in a scene. I was like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" Fucking Newman. Yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> I watched that Mark. Wa- I watched probably seventy percent of that Mark Wahlberg movie that came to Netflix. Spencer something. I don't yeah. know the name, but it was uh, from what I liked. It was good. Yeah, he has a little cameo in the beginning. But from what I, from how it went, I, I actually liked it, and uh, I just had to go home. I was at my buddy's house. We had started it late. It was already like 10.30, and I was like, I can't stay up another half hour. That was on Sunday. But uh, the other movie I'm surprised you guys didn't say is the one we all watched together. We watched Annabelle uh, Homecoming. Annabelle Comes, comes Home. home. Yeah. Homecoming Comes Home. I forgot. Yeah, it was a whole week ago. I, I forgot about that, too. Yeah, because we watched it just after the podcast because we finished fairly early last week. But uh, I mean, we probably started around this time, a little after eight or so. Yeah. But it was—I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't awful. It was definitely—it had its moments of being pretty scary. But I mean, it's a pretty good story. But I was also saying how it's like one of the first times, like where it was like it's a horror movie, and then at the end, it's almost like an emotional, like real scene, kind of where 
she's talking to the daughter and the daughter's obviously all upset because her, I assume, I think it was like her, her dad died in an accident, but I think, feel like it was like she was driving or something or it was yeah. like her fault. Yeah. And, you know, she's lived with this guilt that it's her fault and whatever. And her, you know, the lady that played Lorraine Warren is the, you know, psychic girl and tells her basically like, Hey, like I want you to know, like I've talked to your dad, whatever I've seen, like he doesn't, it's not your fault. He just says he loves you, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's just kind of weird that it was like, it went from like just a moment ago, we had this devil guy that had like a his tongue like Gene Simmons and his like antlers out. And then all of a sudden we're going from, your dad loves you. It wasn't his fault. So it was just kind of funny that it went from like so demonic to like then almost like a happy moment. And it was like, oh, but overall it was good. It definitely had its moments. They definitely do a good job making that house look creepy as shit. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it really just reminds me when you walk down that narrow hallway and it's got the creepy wallpaper that I just hate. Like whenever I go into an old person's house and it's like, it just always gives me to this day still like just the chills, like those modern homes with, with that like flower wallpaper and like maybe a picture on the wall of like some 1840s girl sitting on a bench with her dad or something. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. It's stuff very just always creeps me. Yeah. And I mean, that movie took place, I believe, in the 60s, so... Yeah, I think it was late 60s, early 70s, yeah. The issue with the whole Conjuring universe is that, like, people can't die because it's, like, somewhat historical. Like, I don't believe in that shit, but, like, they were real people and did this stuff, so they don't want to, like, make up something so outlandish that, like, oh, people died in their house when this happened because, like, that didn't happen. Uh Um, So it's, like, less stakes. Also, they were younger people and... It's like, oh, you know they're not going to die. But they set up a lot of really cool things, a lot of creepy things that I that I enjoyed. So yeah, um, I don't know if they'll ever ever will like have something where it's like, we'll make this movie, but people can die. I don't know. Yeah, it was entertaining, though. I forgot about that movie. Um, is that all you watched, Tone? Uh, yeah. All righty. I, uh, I have half of two movies that I watched on the plane. Just like him? Yeah. Basically, yeah, kind wow. of funny. <laughs> so the way up there... I watched Motherless Brooklyn. And again, I was about an hour 20 in, a little over, something like that. And I think the movie was 2.20 in total. It's a movie. It wasn't nearly my favorite. Um, he has Tourette's. And, uh, I saw this movie. So. Oh, okay. Did you talk about it? On <laughs> yeah, you? You I, did. I actually saw it in theaters. So. Okay. Did you like it? I liked it. It wasn't. It definitely got what it deserved. It wasn't an Oscar movie. Yeah, and that's why I, on the way home, I was like, eh, I don't want to watch it. Um, my girlfriend was saying that uh, Molly's Game was amazing. She watched that on the way up, and so I flipped that on. That's the gambling. The, the gambling game? one. The Olympic skier who was injured and retired young, and uh, Kevin Costner's in it. Uh, so I watched that, and again, got about halfway, about an hour twenty out of a two-something-hour movie, Idris Alba. And that movie was great. Michael Sarah. So how are you going to finish these movies? I might just rent this small. Yeah. I don't need to finish Motherless yeah. Brooklyn. Um, well, you're going to miss Alec Baldwin. That's... I saw him. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know he was in it. I didn't know Bruce Willis was in it. Um, well, you got a lot of his like friends to be in it. Yeah. There's a lot of people in it, you know. Um, I know William Defoe. What was funny? I didn't know he, he was, was in it either. And I spotted him. They pan and they just show him in that first town hall meeting. I was like, that William Defoe. <laughs> I'm watching on an iPad, mind you. It's a small yeah. screen. And then, sure enough, yeah, William Defoe. Um, but yeah, Mamali's game was really cool and uh, just interesting. 
and exciting and fun. Card games are just good. I like movies about playing cards and whatnot. Uh, Gambling. So I'll probably just rent it. I don't see it anywhere like HBO or anything. Um, But four bucks, whatever. Wasn't this um, uh, Sorkin? Oh, are you serious? I think it, I think it was. Let me look it up really quick. I did not know that. I didn't know anything about this. Honestly, when I first saw it on there, it just sounds to me like it'd be a, like, oh, she's you know a junior in high school, but she can carry herself okay, and she starts an underground poker ring in her parents' ba- basement, yeah. you know, and it explodes, and you know she gets the perfect college offer. This sounds like a prequel to this movie. Uh, so yeah, eighty-two and eighty-four with the uh, audience. And it is Aaron Sorkin. Well, right. there you have it. That's why it's such a, a amazing film. And yeah, Bill Camp, who's been exploding in Outsider. Yeah, he's been in the. <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> Come on, Andy. Uh, he was in the Night of. He was in the Looming Tower. This guy's career has taken off. You know, post fifty years old for him. Jeremy Strong, another guy who's uh, killing it over at. Um, HBO on uh, Succession. And uh, I will say this. So Michael Sarah he, he plays the character. You, uh, they, She doesn't name him. She just calls him Player X. He's a celebrity. Yeah. I'd be very curious. I'm sure you can find well, out. Well, it's, um, it's like uh, Ocean's Eleven. I think he's based on that. Remember how he was like teaching, like, was it like Tobey Maguire or something? Oh. Do you remember in the beginning oh, of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Because that was... That was a real story that like those young celebrities were getting caught in this in this game. Huh. That's where they pulled that from. So are you saying it's Toby Maguire? Maybe he's playing Toby Maguire, yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I, I forgot about that scene. Um, but yeah, this one was really good. Jessica Chastain. Um, that was a good one. I definitely want to finish. But yeah, that's about all I, I watched. Madagascar with my nephews. I tried to get them to watch Space Jam, but they weren't having it. But they did want to watch Goosebumps. Kids don't know Looney Tunes, do they? Not I, that I much. mean, it's cartoon. It's probably still on Cartoon Network. I don't know they had to pull a bunch of them because they're like racist, but, you know. Yeah. The classics where Bugs Bunny's doing opera. Who? What kid doesn't want to see yeah. a 30-minute opera? That's a good question. I should have asked them if they... I mean, I said, it's like, oh, it's got all the Looney Tunes thinking they'd jump at it. And maybe it was just over their head. I don't know. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap us up. Uh, talk about the outsider. Oh gosh, yes. look at me skipping everything. All right, so yeah, we I finished it last night. You finished it on Sunday. Yeah. So, so an explosive finale. Oh, Andy. Uh, yeah, that's why I laughed when he said it. Yeah, exploded because there literally was a car that exploded. And yeah, a couple characters were blew him away. Um, I don't know that guy's name that was in the car, but he was great. The detective. Yeah. <laughs> the other detective. He was great in um. House of Cards. Yeah, I looked him up like, why, is, why do I know this guy? And yeah, I saw that. Oh, I called that from a mile away. Yeah. Um, yeah, this series, it was a little different. I feel like the ending probably had a lot of uh, symbolism and this and that. I just figure, just wrap it up when they killed the thing. Yeah, um, this it's Stephen King, so he's known for not having the best endings it's been kind of a joke. I also think, yeah, they, to w- the way they set this up, they had to have the cliffhanger from the week before, which then meant that, yeah, kind of ending it. At the beginning of it, yeah. Ending the monster was going to happen in the first 30 minutes of the next episode, or else you're dragging it out too long. 
So I wonder if there's an you know alternate version where they don't do it that way and you don't have the 30-minute epilogue in this case. Um, I know a lot of people were disappointed with the end of the series, that it didn't live up to the promise of the original two episodes, but I liked it all the way through. I liked how it started out, you don't have no idea what's going on, then it's like, wait, this is like a supernatural monster shit? And like, what the hell? Yeah. This was, this was crazy. And then, But the whole time, the cast was great, just like everyone was interesting. And yeah. that's really what it was about, is bringing a bunch of different people together to try to kill a monster and that's a, a Stephen King classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His name by the way was Andy yeah. Cabbage. Yeah. His real name is Derek Cecil. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Um it was entertaining we were watching that and Kirby enthusiasm, you know, like clockwork every uh, together in tandem like each each week. Yeah. This last curb was great. Yeah, John Hamm is, John Hamm is killed so talented. It. They worked very well together. All right, anything else to add? No, I think we're wrapping it up here. All right, well, you've been listening to episode 161 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Tony Katz. Yes, we did. And the off-road outsider, Andy. All right, see you next week.